0: Hey, you. Yeah, you. Holiday Inn Express wants to let you in on a little secret. There's still
1: time to get at least 20% off at HolidayInExpress.com during our annual
0: sale. We'll even throw in free breakfast. Just kidding. Breakfast is always included in your stay at Holiday Inn Express. Book now and save at HolidayInExpress.com. Terms apply. Welcome to the Hot Corner Show on the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with your host, Dr. Ray, the softball-playing chiropractor and the official chiropractor of ISPS. And Manuel T. Ferrero III, the commissioner of international slow-pitch softball. Listen to the Hot Corner Show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the ISPS radio podcast channel. Call the show at 347-637-3978 and talk sports and health topics with Dr. Ray. Plus, slow-pitch softball from around the world with Manuel T. Ferrero III, fantasy sports, special guests, and more call the show now on the special guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. Now bring your A-game because you're about to experience the hot corner.
1: All right, all right, all right. Welcome in everybody. How we doing here tonight? It's your host, Dr. Ray, the softball playing chiropractor. We are live and ready to rock and roll here on the Hot Corner Listener League Fantasy Football Draft Special Edition 2015 Edition. Uh Manuel T Ferrero, our co-host has just made his selection. He had the second pick in the draft. We've got everybody locked in and loaded and ready to go here. Uh, First couple picks are underway. We're about to get the draft analysis here in a little bit. Whoa, things are going crazy around here already, man. I don't even know what's going on, but it is getting crazy in the house. So everybody out there, hope you're listening. Hope you're having fun. Hope you guys already have all your drafts done because if you don't, it's going to be one of those times where who knows when you're going to be able to, uh, to get that draft in first week might not be counting. But anyway, uh want to go ahead and, and just let everybody know we're super excited here on the Hot Corner, uh, Manny, myself, um, to have this draft again. Last year we had a great turnout. We had 10 teams this year. We had 12 teams. Uh, can't wait to get this head-to-head stuff going here. All of our players are officially in now getting ready to draft. Uh, so we've got a couple picks to go over. But before we get there, my co-host, I want to go ahead and introduce him, the man that makes it all possible, the commissioner of ISTS, which is bringing slow-pitch softball to the whole world. I uh, just want to go ahead and, and give him a shout-out. Manny, how are you doing tonight, my friend?
2: Hey, Dr. Ray. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I'm doing great, man. How are you? How are you, brother? And happy draft day to you. And I'm going beast mode to this year, brother. Beast
1: mode. All right, you went beast mode. You're already in beast mode, yes, sir. And happy draft day to you as well. Um, this is my fifth draft day, and <laughs> my fiance is sure as hell tired of me having <laughs> draft days. <laughs> but um, this is good because this is a draft where I'm normally doing the show as well too. So uh, I'll tell her all about it when this is all done. And I, actually, I think she may actually be playing some fantasy this year um, as well too. So anyway, well, let's go ahead for and the,
2: give it. Listen, give it up for the ladies because last year uh our queen, our queen uh, K, uh LL Cool K, uh she won the uh the
1: league last year, correct, Dr. Ray? Am I right? You're 100% right, as a matter of fact. She was the winner. She beat out uh she beat out our our resident Jafakin, which is Hans, the uh the uh, team renegade. The Jamaican um, sensation. <laughs> the Jamaican sensation. Yeah, so uh, it was a lot of fun. The league was, was pretty competitive last year. It was like everybody was in. Everybody had a chance for the playoffs. So it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. And I just can't believe that Le'Veon Bells looks to the eighth pick. Man, we've got a lot to talk about. Many. Let's get into a little bit of analysis here already. Let's talk about what happened here already. So let's talk about number one. Adrian Peterson, Shelly's team. Shelly went ahead and got AP. I agree with that. I've had number one pick in the draft this year, and I took Adrian Peterson. Number two, Manny went ahead with Marshawn Lynch, went beast mode on everybody. Uh, Renegade then with the most probably surprising pick of the draft so far, and one of the reasons why Le'Veon Bell probably slipped to number eight, because this is normally where I've seen him go, is uh, Drew Brees at number three. So we had our first quarterback go. Already, um, <clears throat> I guess Hans thinks that Drew Brees is going to have an amazing year this year uh, without Jimmy Graham, with uh, Brandon Cooks, and without Kenny Stills, and and who knows. But anyway, uh, that's what's going on. I had the fourth pick with the Hot Corner Squad, and I went with Antonio Brown. Um, it being a, a PPR league or a point per reception league, I think that he's going to be a monster. He's going to score touchdowns. He's number one in Pittsburgh, and uh, I think it's going to be a great thing over there. Uh, number five, Team Tillman, representing the West Coast, went ahead and picked up Julio Jones. Uh great pick. Uh sometimes struggles with help, but other than that, I mean you can't you can't fault the guy. Julio Jones, great player, beast, could take anyone, uh could take any play to the house. I mean so far he's been going on great. After that we have Eddie uh excuse me, uh, Jamal Charles slipping to number six. Then we have Eddie Lacy, so a little run of uh, running backs. Le'Veon Bell, number eight to Tony, the bus drivers. Man, I tell you what, Tony, bus drivers, they got a good pick right there. Uh Bell Bell's going to be out for a couple games, but, again, I think undoubtedly he would be the number one pick if there wasn't any type of uh, suspension associated with him this year. The way that they throw the ball, the check downs from Big Ben, and he's a big play just waiting to happen. So, steal right there, number eight, I think the steal in the draft. I think so far... Most people would probably agree that the number three pick and the number eight pick probably should have been switched. And, actually, I don't see Drew Brees really going in too many uh, first rounds. Usually quarterbacks selected before him are going to be Andrew Luck, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, that kind of a thing. But, hey, to each his own. That's why we do the drafts and we don't just auto-draft everything here. So, uh, all right, so let's keep it moving. We got Des Bryant, pick number nine, DeMarco Murray, uh, number 10, Demarius Thomas, number 11, and Andrew Luck. Uh, second quarterback of the first round. So, actually, uh, the 12th pick and and the first pick of the the second round, Odell Beckham, uh, I think that's going to be a nice combination right there. Definitely tons of points between Andrew Luck and Odell Beckham. So, so far, I'm really liking that team. Um, Aaron Rodgers was selected as the second pick of the second round, and that's where we're at right now. Uh, So, so far, three quarterbacks off the board already. Uh, A lot of running backs off the board so far. Manny, what do you think here? What what's your analysis so far of everything that's going on here?
2: Dude, uh man, a lot of a lot of my players are leaving, man. A lot of my players and I, I still have a bunch of draft picks in front of me. Um wanna say a shout out to Border Battles, Border Combat actually, and Shelly from New Jersey, man. They're they're listening in, so shout out to them, man. This is uh it's a little bit exciting, but uh, right now I'm uh, I'm kind of going through a bad one here. I see a couple of my players on my queue uh, leaving. <laughs>
1: well, get used to it, my man, because right now th- that queue is going to be probably empty from round to round, but you're going to be surprised when we get to the end of this, you know, maybe even ninth, tenth round here. You're going to see a lot of players uh, that, are, that are there that, that can provide some value. Again, right now these are all the big names. Uh, Matt Forte just went, Rob Gronkowski just went to uh, to Team Bortle. Um, again, great, great pickup right there. I mean, I've seen Gronkowski going in the first round. Um, and there's another quarterback off the board now, Russell Wilson. Um, so four quarterbacks already. Quarterbacks are flying. Um, I know we get six points per touchdown here, um, but for me personally, I'm, I'm the type of guy that likes to wait a little bit longer. I think that there's some depth at quarterback this year. I think right now is a time where we want to be loading up on some position players while they're still available, um, especially since, you know, injuries can happen. You never know what's going to go down, and there are a lot of teams out there that have systems in place where certain players are great, um, but, you know, the next guy in line is going to be, you know, just as viable now. Uh, let's take Green Bay, for example. There's already a huge injury there where they lost Jordy Nelson for the whole year. Uh, you know, Devonta, Devonta Adams is somebody who could who could potentially step in there, maybe not put up Jordy Nelson-like exact numbers, but the guy is still going to have opportunities, looks, plenty, and and they were talking about him a lot in camp. Um, So, you know, it could potentially be something very, very good here for them. Um, So right now uh, we've got A.J. Green off the board. We've got Calvin Johnson off the board. Uh, So it does look like we're getting now towards the end of the second round. T.J. Anderson just went off the board. Um, And so that's my pick now here. And I know that I've I've got a few picks coming in between here, so – of all the guys that are up here now, if there's somebody that I really want, this is the time to go ahead and go get them. So let's take a look here. <clears throat> I think, you know, I got Jeremy Hill here, Justin Forsett, Randall Cobb, Alshon Jeffrey, LaShawn McCoy, Jordan Matthews, Mike Evans. And I got a minute to decide here, so I'm going to take my time. I'm going to kind of walk you guys through what I'm thinking here. So Jeremy Hill. I think he could be a monster, but there's a lot of depth in Cincinnati. I know they want to make the they want to make it about him, but I'm not sure. set, I like the guy. Uh, I feel like he could potentially suffer some injuries this year. Randall Cobb already has a hurt shoulder. He's going to get all the number one coverage from all the defenses now that Jordy's out. Jeffrey is is stuck in Chicago, um, and I don't know what's going to be going on in Chicago uh, now with. with the way that that team is shaping up, I think the only really, really good player this year from them is going to be uh, uh, Forte. So I'm, I made up my mind; I wanted to stick away from them. So um, I'm going to go with the next best guy on the board here. Um, I've got some confidence that he has been uh, that he's been ready to go ahead and, and be ready for suit to suit up for week number one. So I'm going to draft Lashawn McCoy here um, and see what Shady can do for me now with Rex Ryan and the run-heavy Bills. Hopefully, uh, since they don't have a, a very great quarterback option. Um, but also important for me to go ahead and fill out and try to get a good running back. So uh, there goes – wait a minute. I don't know if if what I'm seeing is is correct here, but Renegade uh, now has two quarterbacks in Drew Brees and Peyton Manning. So maybe his first two picks were quarterbacks. I don't know if he's having trouble with the app or what's going on there, but uh, maybe he's looking for trade bait. I can honestly say in all my years of fantasy, I've never seen this happen. Uh, but two quarterbacks, Drew Brees and Peyton Manning, off the board for him. Uh, so we'll see what ends up happening there. Um, that's a little bit weird. Uh, we've got some players right now talking about uh, complaining about their draft spots, complaining about what's going on, which is acceptable. I mean, this year I think it's better to be a little bit closer towards one of the ends, Um maybe a little bit closer to towards uh the back end maybe picks 8 through 8 through 11 right now are are very good even 12 is not bad because you get to you get to basically get pick, pick relatively close to each other kind of the same amount of players are there but at the same time you get a little bit more quality i think at the end of those rounds so you know it's something that that i think is going really really well so um let's go ahead and Keep up with the analysis here. We got a lot of chatter going on in the chat room here. Um, <clears throat> we're waiting on Manny. Manny selects Lamar Miller. Tom Brady has gone off the board. So Manny with the Lamar Miller pick. Manny, tell me why you went ahead and picked Lamar right there. What, what do you think? All right, Manny, that's a great thought about why you would take Lamar Miller. I completely agree Hello, with Hello, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me Dr. Ray? I'm
2: sorry about that. I had I had my microphone on mute. Um but yeah, man, I I saw Miller out there and uh, he was the next quarterback. I'm uh, sorry, running back that I that I liked out there and I'm I was going for another running back. Um uh, but give me a minute. Give me a minute Dr. Ray. Continue your analysis because uh yeah, I'm a hometown favorite team Tillman. I'm I'm watching the the chatter going on here as well, but Give me a second. I still have a minute here. Yeah, <laughs> homer uh, pick. Fisher says took, that's a homer pick. Who took pick.
1: Brady? Was that, was that
2: Shelly that took Brady? Brady was going to be my next pick, man.
1: Damn. As a matter of fact, that was Shelly. Shelly made a couple of nice pickups there. So now he's got AP, Tom Brady, Jimmy Graham. Um, it looks like he's, in, like he's in pretty good shape. Um, I'm liking his team so far. Uh, you know, a lot of quarterbacks off the board already pretty quickly here. So we'll see how that ends up shaking out because this is a league where there's a lot of wide receivers. Uh, there's also – there's three wide receivers and a running back. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens here. It's not, it's not you know, one of those leagues where there's not a lot of guys. So, and there goes another quarterback, right, as as we mentioned that. Now, if Hans takes another quarterback here, I'm gonna really start to wonder what's going on since he's got Peyton Manning and Drew Brees already. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what he comes up with. Uh, there goes another no, wait, one. No way! I don't. I don't. Wow! It.
2: What's going on? Maybe he's using it as trade bait.
1: There's. I don't know what's going on, but he's gonna have some problems. Uh, we might want to try to see if we can get a hold of him um, and find out what's going on because
0: I thought I'll tell he was what, not –
1: that's not that's not a good uh, that's not a good thing there for him. Three quarterbacks. All right, so we still have some running backs. We've got some wide receivers left. Again, it's a PPR league, um, so we've got some some stuff to choose from. It's my pick here. Uh, so we got to see exactly what's going on. Uh, let's see here. Now we've got. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and I'm gonna pick a guy that that I don't 100 percent trust, but I really want him on my team because I think he could explode. I think he could be great, um, especially with the guy throwing the ball to him that I think he's going to have. So I'm going to pass up on Jeremy Hill, Justin Forsett, Randall Cobb, Alshon Jeffrey, Jordan Matthews, and I'm going to go ahead and select Mike Evans since he's got my buddy Jameis throwing to him. I really think that he's going to have a monster year, tons of catches, tons of touchdowns. Uh, I know Jameis can throw the rock, and and I know he's going to be looking for Mike Evans. So I'm going there with Antonio Brown. Mike Evans and LaShawn McCoy as my uh, squad so far, my first three players off the boards. Um, so let's take a look at a couple of the other squads right now. So right now we've got, uh, let's see, Team Tillman's on the board. He's got Julio Jones and C.J. Anderson right now, so he's got a nice base there. And, again, everybody at this point really is going to have kind of a, you know, a good a good solid uh, team set up. Calvin Johnson and Jamal Charles were Ryan's team. RNC via bail bonds. They've got AJ Green and Eddie Lacy, both on by week seven. Bus drivers right now is rolling with Le'Veon Bell and Russell Wilson. We have got portal combat with Des Bryant and Gronkowski, probably arguably two of the best on each one of their uh, in each one of their positions. Des Bryant could end up being number one at the end of the year, and Gronkowski is figured to be as well. Uh, we've got Fisher Law Firm, who's who's doing the smart thing here. In my opinion, and he's going Demarco Murray and Matt Forte filling up those running backs as they start to run a little bit, a little bit low here, um, when when we start getting into these later rounds. Now, one thing that again, and this is something that's really I think going to throw the the league off here a little bit as well too, um, is going to be Renegade right now. Renegade has Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, and Tony Romo. Um, so I don't know exactly what it is that's going on. I know that. Peyton Manning was probably rated above Drew Brees, so I don't know. I don't think he's auto-drafted in there, so I don't know exactly what's going on. But anyway, that's kind of throwing everybody for a loop here. Uh, we've got T.Y. Hilton that just went off the board. Uh, but there's there's been some surprising picks. There goes Randall Cobb, 30th pick in the draft, Randall Cobb. That's probably the latest I've seen him go, um, and I'm not sure why. Um, but anyway... That's what's going on here on the Hot Corner Listener League again. Maybe because it's 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 more kind of for fun and that kind of stuff. We've got some people that are taking some chances. Um. Anyway, that's where we're at. We oh, we just had a quick run here. We've got just Jeremy. Uh, we've got Jeremy Hill off the board. Justin Forsett off the board. Uh, there goes DeAndre Hopkins. Emmanuel Sanders flew off in there. Uh, so we got a lot. We get we got a lot going on here right now. We're flying through this th- this third round here on the hot corner. Um <laughs> Tillman said they're all bound to get hurt. You know what, it's true. I mean, the problem is is that there's so many injuries out there nowadays and the league is trying to do everything it can. The league is trying to do everything they can to uh to help out there as much as possible. Uh but I'm not sure exactly uh if there is a way to ever try to prevent injuries, I mean, it's not really possible concussions, you know, that's something that they're changing the penalties out a lot, giving penalties for targeting in college even now. So, you know, I think that a lot of the stuff that the NFL is doing, partnering with pop Warner squads with the heads up, you know, uh, with the heads up coaching and everything like that. I think it's a great thing, but at the end of the at the end of the day, it's a physical sport. Guys are going to get hurt. Guys are going down without even making contact, you know, so, At the end of the day, these guys are pushing their body all the way to the end of its limits, and injuries are bound to happen. So that's why I think knowing the systems and how they're working and different guys that can kind of plug and play is great. You know, like let's look at Denver, for example. Sean Moreno, C.J. Anderson, Ronnie Hillman, uh, Monte Ball, well, not him anymore, but anybody that you put back there is going to be the product of a system with zone blocking, with Peyton Manning spreading the offense, with them not being able to load the box up, you know, so whoever's starting in Denver is gonna be a great running back. Um obviously different guys bring different skill sets to the board, but these are the type of things that you want to look out for. You know, same thing in Dallas right now. Three running backs there that could all be excellent. Uh you got Darren McFadden, you got Joseph Randall, you got uh Christine Michael, you know? But that's that's what it's all about. <laughs> uh I think <laughs> I think
2: uh I think Hans's team is uh, set on auto draft, man. Or maybe he doesn't even know what he's on. doing. Who knows? Who knows what's going on with the with the Jamaican sensation, brother? Who hey, knows, uh, but man. there goes if another one. Hans,
1: there goes another one of my a guys. Plan. I Hans think has he does. A plan. That's all I know. He's using he better, those people as, uh, as bait. He better. He better. The problem is with using people as bait is that everybody knows that you're using them as bait. And they also know that you don't have a choice but to make a trade, so you're not going to get anywhere close to the value that you want to get uh, when it comes to when it comes to trading those guys. As a matter of fact, I might trade with Hans and try to get a little something going, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, Fisher just said no one wants Romo, which I couldn't agree more with. Um, you know, he's he's always a, a great fantasy guy, but not a great real life guy. You you know, unable to get the Cowboys to where they need to be in the postseason and so on and so forth. But who knows, maybe this could be the year. That offensive line they have is great. Uh they've got some good talent in the backfield. Of course they got Des Bryant. If that defense can come to play a little ball, they could be in good shape. Uh so we'll see what happens there in Dallas. But you now we are really flying through this draft right now. We are hey, Doctor Ray, I don't round. know
2: I don't know if you want to talk to some of our uh some of our players. I think we have <laughs> Shelley and uh John Fisher on the line, man, if you want to talk to them. Oh, let's bring
1: them on. Whoever wants to uh, give a little bit of analysis, talk about their strategy here, uh, that's what we got. (coughs) Let's go ahead. I think we
2: have them both on the line. What's up, Shelly and uh, John Fisher? What's up, Manny? Manny? Hey, hey, John. How's it going, guys? How's it going? How's the draft uh, treating you guys so far? John? Uh, not too shabby. I mean, it, it, this is actually my fifth league that I'm in, so I'm a little—I might say I'm, I'm drafted out, but that's not really the case. I still—I still enjoy a good draft. Uh, yes, sir. That's what it's all about. Uh, Shelly, what about you? What about uh, what about your team? How is your? You took you took uh, Tom Brady right in front of me, man. I hate you for that. <laughs> and I told you to go with Big Ben, so that's another good pick. Yeah man, thank you for that, bro.
1: <laughs> yep. So uh what do you guys think here about Hunt? Uh John, what do you think's going going on with Hunt taking uh three of the oldest quarterbacks uh in a row here to start off his draft? Uh
2: they're waste picks. I mean, look, with those guys, Drew Brees especially, I mean, that should be in a 12-person league at the best a fifth rounder if not it's more likely in the seventh, but you know, I mean, I guess there's some strategy behind it, but um, I, I don't know what it could be because I think he's passing up on a lot of good guys. So, But, hey, you, you know, the more the merrier, right? You know, more for us.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the way I was looking at it. What do you think about that, Shelley? What do you think's going on there? Oh, no, I was completely lost when I seen those picks. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes all of us much. My- you should have seen me here, uh, you know, going through and thinking about what I'm going to have to say about this. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what the heck? What is this guy doing? That's three quarterbacks off the board. But I'll tell you what, what it's going to do is it's really going to go ahead and, and open up uh, some, some other guys to have some really good teams here and really, and really stack um, some players up. As I mentioned, we have three wide receivers, two running backs, a tight end that we got to start. So, and in a 12 team league, it's going to start to get to be slim pickings here, you know? So, those teams that are balanced, those teams that find value in the later rounds are going to be the ones that are going to do well. But with somebody taking three quarterbacks in the first three picks, that's going to open up some value a little bit sooner than later for a lot of people. So um, I can just say that I'm happy, um, you know, that I'm that I'm right behind him because if he takes another quarterback, that means he's not going to take the guy that I'm going for. So that'll be good. Um, except except for at one of these one of these times, I'm going to need to get a quarterback. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Um all right, so let's see here. Now we got Adam TV at Bonds. We've had a bunch of picks go off the board here. We just had a couple kind of late round guys go. We got some running backs playing off the board. Ivory from from the Jets just went a little while ago. Uh Alshon Jeffrey went off the board. Andre Johnson, Andrew Lux new toy just went off the board. Melvin Gordon. Uh Jordan Matthews just flew off the board. And now we've got Ryan's team getting ready to draft. Uh, he still has a few running backs out there. He still definitely has some wide receivers to choose from. Um, while I have, while I've got John and Shelly here and, and Manny on the phone, I want to know, outside of fantasy wise, what do you, what kind of teams do you think are going to be uh, some teams that turn it around this year? Obviously, there's a lot of hope around the Dolphins with all the money they spent in the off season. Uh, but Shelly, you're not from down here, so you got a little bit of a, of a different perspective. What, what's your opinion on the uh, on the NFL season this year and uh would you you have any surprise teams that you think might be able to make something happen?
2: Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to go with my boys, uh the Raiders, and I think we could actually turn it around this year with a bunch of new players, Amari Cooper, you know, Crafty coming over from San Fran, and then we got coaching staff,
1: definitely. And and what do you think about your quarterback? Do you think he's going to be the you think he's going to be the guy? Do you think he's going to be the answer there?
2: Oh, I think he is. I mean, last year for a rookie was rough for him you know but to throw 21 touchdown passes and 12 interceptions for a team that was 3 and 13 ain't bad at all.
1: Yeah, you know what? I can't I can't take that away from them. Um I couldn't agree anymore as a matter of fact. Uh all right, let's see here. So it's my my turn here. And oof, man. These quarter, I mean these uh these running backs here are starting to kind of dwindle a little bit. Let's see what we got here. I already have two wide receivers. Probably should think about getting my second running back here to pair up with Shady. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Let's go ahead and let's see if we can pick up a little bit of a. Uh, I'm gonna go with your boy right here. I'm gonna go ahead with Latavius Murray, and see oh. what it is that he can do. That. Oh boy, I think I think he's got a lot of potential, and I think that Shelly was just about to take him, so I had to go ahead and snag him off the board. Wow. There it is, all right, there it is. I'm getting good pick from from, from Mr. Fisher. Uh Manny's up here. Let's see what we got. Jason Witten flew off the boat. Whoa. Big news everybody. Renegade did not take a quarterback.
2: He went with
1: <laughs> He went with Jason Witten. Uh I think who's like the fourth or fifth ranked uh tight end. So I don't know what Browns <clears throat> is doing. Maybe he's just trying to throw the league or something. He's He must be betting and and throwing this or something. We might have to ban him from from fantasy football or something. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. But uh, (laughs) so far right now, he's got a heck of a squad going on. He's got Jason Witten, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, and Tony Romo. So, uh, hey, at least he's starting to fill out the rest of his roster. Uh, So, Shelly, let's see what you got now. Manny just went ahead. Oh, there goes the other Raider. Amari Cooper, Shelly we ahead, went ahead and mentioned them, name dropped them, and then took them, which is a good idea because once you name drop, he's generally not going to be there after that. So, uh, good pickup right there. Andre Ellington by Manny. Manny, you got some solid running backs now. What do you think? You you like those running backs now?
2: Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. You pick, go for running backs, brother. Running backs. And uh, that's now, what it's all about. Now, let me see what I'm going to do here.
1: Well, Manny, listen, I'm no expert, but you you got to fill out three wide receivers. you already got three running backs, and we're only starting two, so it might be a good time to take a wide receiver here.
2: Yeah, yeah, relax, brother. Here we go, here we go. This is what I'm doing.
1: Here we go. Team Tillman is saying that the Raider Kool-Aid, we're drinking it too early. I don't know, Shelly. I think that uh, – and Team Tillman's on the West mm-hmm. Coast too, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with that there, but – so far, I got to say that this draft has been unlike any other draft that I've been a part of this year. Um and I think I kind of like that a lot. But there goes Keenan Allen from Manny Ferrero picking up the number 1 uh option there in San Diego. Boomba yeah, man. I've gone, with, guy. I've, w-
2: I've gone with I've done I've gone with Keenan before. Uh I believe last year, man, and he did very well for me, man. So I'm going to go with him and and I like his quarterback over there in um in San Diego.
1: Well, I gotta I got to say that I I like what's going on there. Um, man, I've got I've got a couple options right here. And you know, this is something where when it comes to when it comes to really filling out a roster, I think that making sure that you get somebody good in all the positions is really important here. Um, I've gone with I've gone with another guy in pretty much all my drafts, so I'm going to switch well, things up a little bit here. Um, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and fill out and get a tight end position here, and I'm going to go ahead with Greg Olson. I think he's going to get the look over there in in Carolina, so I think that Greg Olson, adding him to the team on a PPR, he could be a monster. He could get a bunch of grabs. I think we should be in good shape with him, so I'm liking my squad right now, especially for a PPR league with uh, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, LaShawn McCoy, Latavius Murray, and Greg Olson. I think that the only guy there that's not going to be catching me passes is going to be Latavius Murray. Um, and that's okay because I didn't pick him up for that. And somebody just went ahead and stole my quarterback. Uh, and it was Team Tillman, of course. Man, that's I was going to go to in the later rounds. And now I'm going to be in trouble because all the quarterbacks are on Hans's team. So, <laughs> and I don't pick for a while. So, we're going to see what happens here. It's going to be uh, – from Pickens on that next go round but um again so far we've got a few tight ends off the board um that might be some some place where where the next guys are going to start to fill out here um but quarterbacks also definitely definitely on that low end so right now the best rated quarterbacks on the board are Matt Ryan, Eli Manning, Cam Newton, Matt Stafford, Philip Rivers so definitely a lot of net, uh names out there and Amir Abdullah from Detroit just went and, you know, that's a guy that I think has a lot of talent. I don't know if this is going to be the year for him. I still think I see George Bell getting at least 200 carries, uh, getting a lot of the goal line work. You know, Abdullah's a guy I think that can be some boom or bust, but I think that George Bell is still going to get the lion's share of the carries there. Uh, and we have another pick coming off the board. We've got uh, Sam Bradford now. Uh, so, man, we're just flying wow. through here right now. We're in the fifth round, uh, finishing up the fifth round here. And I tell you what, most teams are starting to fill out that starting roster here, um, and it's shaking down to be interesting. And, and let's see, let's see what the standings say right here. So, believe it or not, the number one team based on the Yahoo standings at this point is Renegades. <laughs> no way, man! How could that be? <laughs> well, I'll tell you why that could be. Because right now he's got one thousand and seventy-eight point fifty-six points. From his quarterback and everybody else is in the 300s, so he's he's definitely uh, yeah he's def he's definitely got some uh, some issues going on there. But um, yeah, so he's got the most points by by a lot. So what this is doing with these uh, standings is it's totaling up all the projected points for all the different players. So of course quarterbacks generally score more points than everybody else. Um, but when you compare quarterback to quarterback, they're they're somewhat similar. Um, but because Hans has three of them, his his points are just off the roof here, 100 points, 200 points higher than most people, 400 points higher than than other people as well, too, who no have really gotten to fill out their picks yet. Yeah, so right no here worry. at the end of round five is going to be a good time to see, you know, where people have kind of gotten in and kind of who's shaken up to be where. Uh, so LL Cool K is up right now. Um, Borough Combat is climbing the boards here after that last pick. Uh, there goes Kelsey off the board to Fisher's squad. I really like Travis Kelsey this year. There's some injury concern with that ankle, but I think he should be fine. Macklin is another player that just went off the board from L O Cool K that I think could really have a good year. Uh, he's, he's been going late. He's the number one wide receiver in KC and a lot of people are forgetting that with, uh, you know, with, with Jamal Charles in the backfield, and even if he goes down with Mal Davis in the backfield, KC can really make it happen, and, and I think Kelsey's going to be a weapon. And because of that, I think Jeremy Macklin is going to be a weapon as well, too. I think that he was underutilized in uh, Philadelphia, and he's had some injuries there, but I think Macklin is a guy that could have a pretty good year. Um, so, um, and now Ryan is actually saying that the talk in Detroit is that Abdullah Um, could be the lead guy within a couple weeks. Um, Again, you know, I think George Bell is is a type of back that, you know, he was there when Reggie Bush was there, and apparently it was supposed to be the Reggie Bush show, but then, you know, Bell was still stealing carries. Uh, I don't think he's, you know, he definitely requires a change of pace type of guy. Um, But he, he is a dominating back, especially in goal line situations. Um, so I think that he's, again, as I mentioned, going to get um, the lion's share of the carries there. And I think Abdullah will definitely play his way to, to get some more touches. I just think that this may not be the year to depend on him as a, as a running back one, even as a running back two. I would say that he may be a good flex option, a good bench option, somebody that that that's great um, in, in, you know, saying that uh, George Bell goes down. It's going to be his show. Um but we'll see what happens, you know, and uh, Tillman is asking now about uh, Macklin's knees, you know, that they're questionable, and again, he's had some injury history, if he can stay healthy, and I think this whole game is predicated out really on who can stay healthy, you know, so I think that that's what it's all about right now, is who's who's got the best training staff, that's some things that we should know about, but again, a lot of these injuries, you never know, I mean, look at, two guys go down in the same, and we talked about this on the show previously, two guys go down um, in the same practice, uh, Calvin Benjamin and Louis Delmas, you know, so, and that's non-contact. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But, uh, uh, and again, Ryan and Ryan and Fisher are going back and forth here talking about George Bell and Amir Abdullah and uh, Abdullah is viewed as a game changer, which I completely agree with. Um and, and of course, Bell is is not a game changer, but he is that steady, you know. And that's why I said that he needs that that kind of change of pace back with him. I think that him and Reggie Bush were a great combo because it really makes you change your defensive personnel. You know, you can't, you don't want to have the same linebackers and same nickelbacks in there when George Bell is in there as you do when Reggie Bush is there because obviously you got to cover one guy and the other guy you got to tackle. So I think it's a great you know thunder lightning effect that they have there in in. Uh, in Detroit, and I think that they could have a pretty good year. Um, What I'm interested to see in Detroit is what happens with Eric Ebron. You know, they drafted him early out of of college, and and, you know, it was thought that he was going to be a great pass catcher and everything, but he struggled learning the playbook last year. You know, he wanted to be a weapon for, for Matt Stafford, but he couldn't block well enough to be able to be in there, so if he was in there, everybody knew it was a passing play type of a thing, so I'm interested to see what happens with George Bell. Um, do we have anybody from Detroit um, that could tell us a little bit about what's going on with Eric Ebron and with the tight end situation? If you guys know anything about what's going on there, if you have any insider information, uh, go ahead and let us know here because that's something that I'm interested to know about what's going on, um, You know, especially when it comes to bye weeks and those things. A lot of people don't pick up two tight ends, so you're going to be going kind of with whatever is the best matchup on the waiver wire um, interesting to see how this season plays out in Detroit with a tight end position, with Joseph Fauria there as well too. Um, so there's a lot that can happen there. Um, hey, Doctor Ray, um, now. yeah,
2: man. I'm sorry to interrupt you, man, but you you've been talking for a while. You've been talking for 36 minutes straight, man. Uh, I think we got. Uh... Sorry, man. Get me going. Don't get me going. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't even taken a commercial break, and uh, when we come back, we could bring in uh, David Dwork with the Sports Dwork. Maybe he could
1: analyze some of our teams, man. That sounds good. That sounds great to me. Let's go ahead and do it, and before we get to that break... I do want to say that one of my favorite guys just went off the board and Devonta Adams. I was hoping that he would be there, but I think he's going to have a monster year as well, too, and, and five picks before me, so great pick there by Bortal Combat. And uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll be back with David Dork, our sports dork, and we can start talking a little bit more about what's going on here, and we can get some third-party analysis to all these uh, to all these picks. So we'll be right back after this quick break.
0: Sun, Tears, Spine and Healthcare brings you the cutting edge in healthcare with all the newest research and techniques in natural medicine. Although many people share the same symptoms, they all have them for different reasons. Using thorough physical examination and the newest technology in diagnostic testing, we can truly discover why you have the symptoms you do. Remember that good doctors know what you have, but great doctors know why. Call 786-353-HEAL or click www.353heal.com to schedule your appointment and experience the future of medicine today. Predictive, preventive, and personalized. Frontier Spine and Healthcare. Area code 786-353-HEAL or www.353heal.com. Listen in to Dr. Ray and Manuel T. Ferrero III each and every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on the International Slow Pitch Softball Radio Podcast Channel at (laughs) ispsradio.com And now, now, the moment you've all been waiting for is sports with the sports dork Live, right Right now, now, on the the ISPS ISPS Radio Radio Network. Network with sports news and entertainment for all you Dwarfs out there. Follow him on Twitter at David Dwarks. and call the show now at 347-637-3978 and ask the Dwarf anything. Nothing's off topic. And now, the sports Dwarf, David Dwark.
1: Welcome back, and uh, we're back here now in the sixth round on the ninth pick. I got 45 seconds, and while I'm picking, I'm going to go ahead and introduce uh, Mr. David Dork. How are you doing tonight, sir? Are you with us?
3: Yeah, I'm here, man. What's going on?
1: Not too much, big guy. How are you doing? Glad to have you back on the show tonight.
3: Oh, thanks, man. It's good to be back. I'm doing good. Uh, just like you guys, I got my uh, last fantasy draft tonight in about a half hour, so I'm pretty pumped for that. And it's um, exciting to hear how your draft is going, man. How's it going so far?
1: Well, I'm struggling right now. and trying to figure out who the heck to pick here. I'm going to go with a guy that <laughs> has a job as my third running back, uh, just because I don't like anybody else that's out there. So I'm going to go ahead and pick Jonathan Stewart. Um, but anyway, let, let's break things down a little bit here. Um let's go ahead and let's start with with the with the draft results here. Let's go to some of the teams here. Um and let's go to uh the first let's go to the first team that picked here which is going to be uh Shelley's team and we'll break it down for you a little bit here. So right now he's rolling with Tom Brady, Amari Cooper, Adrian Peterson and Jimmy Graham and he already selected a Houston defense. So he's trying to fill that roster out. He's really trying to get things going there. No way Hans just took another quarterback. Okay, so <laughs> hey,
2: hey David, David, I I only have a minute left. David, I need a I need another running uh wide receiver, Allen Robinson, Sammy Watkins, or Eric Decker. Is this a PPR? Yes, it
3: is. Dr. Ray, it is a PPR. Um let me think for a second. I know you're you're on the clock. You said Alan Robinson, uh Sammy Watkins, or Eric Jeff Decker. And Decker. Uh yeah, I I would think uh I would think that's definitely uh Sammy Watkins pick. Yes. Uh, sir. He's probably the most talented out of the three. You know that he can produce, you know that he can do things even with the uh, not so good quarterbacks. So yeah, I think Watkins is the way to go there.
2: Thank you, sir. Thank you very much, sir.
3: My pleasure. Hey, how did you like the uh, new right.
2: intro to the sports, uh, the sports dork section uh, segment?
3: Oh, I loved it. That was great. That was really <laughs> cool, man. I appreciate
1: you putting that together. Oh man, not a problem. Man. Not a problem. All right. Well, uh, Manny, why don't you go ahead and read off your team here and let's see what David thinks about it. Let's see if he uh, can pick out where you're weak, where you're strong, where you should go next since you're back on the clock. Well,
2: yeah, I got a minute left. I got Ben Roethlisberger, Keenan Allen, Sammy Watkins, Marshawn Lynch, Lamar Miller, and uh, Ellington from Arizona as my third running back.
3: Solid. Solid. I like the team. Sounds like you rounded it out pretty well. I, I really like your running backs. Uh Yeah, very good. And Big Ben's great. What? Big Ben's going to have a big year, so good team. What,
2: what should I go for next? Another wide receiver?
3: Uh, well, what? how many – like, what's the roster breakdown? One quarterback, three receivers, two running backs, and a flex?
1: Yeah. Uh, no, no flex, actually. <clears throat> no flex. Oh, tight oh. end. Tight end.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean – uh like I kind of subscribe to I like to pick up uh, like as many solid running backs as I can early in drafts just because it's the least deep position out of them all. Um but if you want to grab a tight end uh give me give me some names. Let me know who's who's available.
2: Oh no, I'm screwed.
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Don't say Greg Jennings. Hey, I'll tell you what. A little a little Flavor there, a little hometown flavor. I think Jennings could could have a, a pretty good year here. You know, I think that it's going to be it's going to be a process to see who emerges out of the Dolphins receivers. They've got a lot of really capable guys. Maybe David can shed a little bit more light on that. What he sees um, from the Dolphins receiver core there. Yeah,
3: I mean, it's you know, honestly it's really tough to pin down a Dolphins receiver for fantasy aside from uh, Jarvis Landry, who like we know, you know, he's going to pile up the catches. He's going to get some yardage. So Landry, you know, he's a for-sure fantasy pick. Behind Landry, it's really until we see, like, how they handle it during the season, it's hard to gauge. Because, you know, Kenny Stills is going to be that stretch-the-field deep threat who also has some underneath presence. So I would say Stills is probably the second Dolphins receiver that should come off the board. I want to go and say Devontae Parker. But until we really see him, because he's been out for so long, that we haven't, you know, I haven't had a chance to see him in training camp. We saw him play the one, you know, the one play in the uh, final preseason game, the one catch that he had. He could be very good. He could have a season similar to what Landry did last year. And, you know, I don't want to say as big as Odell Beckham Jr., but he could have that kind of an impact on the team if he's healthy. Um, but aside from that, you know, Jennings, it's hard to say, you know, how his role is going to fit in here. Uh They've just got so many talented receivers that, you know, any of them on any given Sunday could put up a solid fantasy day. So, you know, it's really tough to say. I would say the safest bet is to take Tannehill because he's the one that you know is going to get the numbers.
1: Yeah, that's the truth. And uh, actually, real quick, under 20 seconds, uh, what would you go here with TJ Yeldon or Alan Robinson from Jacksonville? Who do you think Yeldon. could have a better year there? Yeah. TJ Yeldon. Yeldon. Oh, and he goes and he goes and he went with Robinson. So um I love Yeldon. I mean that guy was a beast in college. Um I don't know why that wouldn't translate. Um what do you think about his opportunities there?
3: Well they they certainly want him to succeed in Jacksonville. They're gonna give him every chance to be their main their number one guy. Um there's not really a lot of competition. I mean, Denard Robinson did the job last year, but it's pretty clear that they took Yeldon uh, in the second round. They want him to be their guy. He's looked solid uh, when he's been on the field uh, during aug- the month of August, and everything that I've been reading about him says that Jacksonville is going to let him run with it. They're going to give him every chance to succeed, and you know, I'd be I'd be perfectly good with taking him as uh, my third or fourth running back.
1: Definitely. You know, my whole thing is that and. and... As I mentioned, I was saying this a little bit earlier. Is I try to, I try to stay away from certain sim, uh, systems, from certain kind of players there. And you know, for example, I think that Jacksonville is one of those teams where they're generally behind. The defense didn't make a lot of moves in the off season. I mean, Toby Gerhardt a couple of years ago, or maybe it was even last year, was you know supposed to be an impact fantasy player with a number one job over there. And I just I don't think it matters really who's there. I just know that they're gonna be behind a lot, which means that the running back is not gonna have many opportunities and you know, to me that's the type of guy that, you know, it it's it's a bi week type of a play. Um, you know, and as you mentioned, you know, third running back, flex option, that kind of that kind of a deal there. But um I do think that Yeldon is gonna do better than Toby Gerhardt, I can I can tell you that. Um, but I'd probably, in a PPR league, needing a a wide receiver, probably would have gone with with Allen Robinson there as well, too. Um, Again, just because of the systems and those things, that's just the way I look at it. But, um, like, for example, let's talk about Houston. You know, that's a a system that that you plug and play a running back, and they're going to be successful there, you know. So, haven't seen anybody go that route yet um, in this draft, but, again, this draft has been crazy. David, I don't know if you know, but we've got a guy that's got four quarterbacks on his team right now. (laughs)
3: <laughs> and, and it's a one-quarterback one Oh, my start, God
1: right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we st- we start one, We we start one quarterback Right now, I'll tell you He's got Drew Brees uh, Jason Witten Marcus Colston Giovanni Bernard Peyton Manning Tony Romo And Matthew Stafford
3: It sounds like this is somebody That uh, is going to be definitely Looking to make some trades uh, I mean, you know <laughs> <laughs> he said he's got Breeze, Manning, Romo, and Stafford. Yeah, I, yep, he's I think he's definitely, all uh, of them. definitely in it to, to make some trades. Uh, it's, it's interesting. Wow. It's, it's a uh, it's a draft strategy that personally I might not uh, adopt, but you know I, I don't knock it until I've seen it in action. So who knows, maybe it'll pay off and he'll make some great trades. But, but I mean, Dude, I hope I hope nobody trades with him, and he gets
1: because he
2: could only use he could only start one of those four guys.
1: Yeah, well he's and gonna, gonna have, have he's gonna have a lot of matchups. This <laughs>
3: well, this year, like, there's so many good quarterbacks that you could take. I mean, if you don't grab like one of those top three guys, if you don't take you know Aaron Rodgers, if you don't take Andrew Luck. I mean, the the that second tier is full of guys that can easily throw for four thousand yards. Easily throw for 20, 25, 30 touchdowns. So, you know, quarterback position, just kind of like receivers, it's gotten a lot deeper this year, which is like what I said earlier. I always try to steer towards uh, grabbing as many starting NFL running backs as possible early in the draft just, you know, to kind of concrete that position. It. Especially in a – I believe you said this is a 10-team league? 12-team. 12-team. Okay, so definitely 12-team league. There's not going to be much as far as running backs on the waiver wire when you guys get done.
1: Receivers,
3: you know, there's always going to be guys that you can pick up. You never know who might become uh, a main contributor on their team. So, um, you know, that, that's that's the way I like to go. Uh, I I don't know about four quarterbacks though. So.
1: Yeah, he's he's got to be he's got to have some kind of strategy up his sleeve here. But um, anyway, let's let's go ahead. Let me see, David. I'm gonna let me give you my team here. Let's see what you think about it. Uh let's see where how do I find my squad. Alright. So I'm quarterbackless so far. Um wide receivers I've got Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, and Nelson Aguilar. Um nice. my running backs right now are LaShawn McCoy, Latavius Murray, and Jonathan Stewart. And then I've got Greg Olson at the quarterback spot. Or excuse me, at the tight end spot.
3: Nice. Uh, that sounds like a very solid team to me. I like a lot of those players. A lot of those are, are on my draft sheet for guys that I would, uh, I would target. So definitely it sounds like you're drafting smart. Uh, I'm sure that even though uh, there's a few more quarterbacks off the board than maybe there should be with uh, one guy uh, monopolizing four of them, um, <laughs> I do think that I'm guessing there's probably still a handful of guys that you could pick up with your next pick or your next couple picks and you can still have – a very solid season with.
1: Yeah, I still have a couple options here. The problem is is that there's just so many people out there still. I mean, I'm looking at all these names, and I'm like, how are these names all still here? I want to draft all these guys right now. Um, I'm glad I got a couple picks coming up in a row here. Manny, is there anybody that you have your eye on right now that you see that's coming around that you yeah. – uh, you... so there's a pick right, right now that you really want to make. Listen, I don't know about Ooh, you guys, guys but those. I John I, Brown.
2: I use my um my keyboard here. And um yeah, I got a couple guys looking uh, coming up, but I, I dude, I still got six picks in front of my turn, man. I'm not going to divulge my my uh my information. Are you sure, you don't want to tell me who you want to, to
3: pick.
1: No, For I don't sure. want oh, to tell you. Don't do it, man. You don't do it. <laughs> oh, no, well there goes Philip there goes Philip Rivers. That's who I was planning to pick up right now. Um there goes Doug who even... was also planning to draft right now. Uh so a couple good picks right there. CJ Spiller off the board and uh John Fisher actually took the guy that I was looking at taking, uh, which was John Brown. I think he could have a, a, a nice breakout year this year over mm-hmm. there in Arizona. Um I don't know what's gonna happen with it with that squad over there. That offense could be prolific mm-hmm. and it could also uh, you know, I think they could be playing some catch up. I don't I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to make out of it. I haven't I haven't gotten enough into the Arizona training camp. Uh David, any thoughts about Arizona's offense this year at all? Uh
3: I mean I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna safely say that it's gonna depend on the health of Carson Palmer. Uh it's kinda of remarkable that after all these years he's still such an important piece on a team's offense, but I think it was pretty clear. What happened last year with how good the Cardinals were when he was healthy, and how bad they were when he went down. So I think Arizona's offense will go as far as uh, Palmer will take them because they've got a couple solid receivers. You mentioned Brown, Larry Fitzgerald isn't what he was, you know, six seven years ago, but he's still a solid wide receiver. He's still going to put up pretty decent numbers. He's, you know, he even said earlier uh, earlier uh, in the preseason that. He's not going to be the same kind of guy that he was a few years ago. He's not going to be stretching the field the way he used to, but he's still going to find ways to succeed. They're still finding ways to get him open in that offense. And um, as far as the running game goes, you know, I like Ellington. I had him on my team last year. I was disappointed that he couldn't stay healthy. But, you know, similar to Palmer, if he stays healthy, he could have a big year too because not only is he solid running the ball, but he's good catching passes out of the backfield.
2: Yes, sir. And who has him? I do. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, just hope he stays healthy, my man, because that's actually the reason that I didn't go in the direction of Ellington. I think he's an that's explosive true. player, and a PPR, he could be great as well, too. It's just one of those things, you know, he scares me. Jamal Charles is another guy that just kind of scares me. You know how we had that conversation Top about old. Johnny Manziel, and, you know, they just don't have the frames, I think, to be able to, to take all these carries and and <clears throat> and make that happen. And I'm really happy right now to say that I'm going to go ahead and draft Arian Foster um, in the eighth round here with a ninth pick um, and just uh, kind of solidify my running backs there. Um, you know, he should be back. Yeah, I mean, I've here got comes, a couple guys here that, comes Hans. Make, that can make it happen. And here comes Hans. Let's see if he's going to draft another quarterback. If he does, I'm really in trouble. But I couldn't let Arian Foster slip another round here. Oh, okay, no, Cruz. Victor Cruz, thanks. Thank goodness. Um, actually, Victor Cruz is a guy that I like. Um, I think if if he can get healthy, he had another injury. I think it was his calf. Uh, was it his calf, David, that he was that he was dealing with now that kind of set him back a little bit?
3: Um, you know, honestly, I cannot recall at the moment. It, you caught me off guard with that one. Um, hey but David. I know... Yeah. Sorry, sorry,
2: man. I I got a minute yeah. left, but I wanted to ask you. Should I go running back next? I got Legarrett Blunt right there. He's um right now he's uh out, but it says that uh it looks like Bill Belichick is up to his little antics and yeah messing around.
3: Um, I'll be honest with you, man, I always try to stay away from Patriots running backs because you never know who's gonna get it. I mean they you know, they'll have three running backs in their roster and it could be All any right. one of the that's their featured back.
2: So, Legarrette Blount, Ryan Matthews, Shane Vereen, Devontae Freeman was another one, but he's also I, uh,
3: questionable. Are, I, would, I would think about Shane Vereen because he's going to be that—he's going to play that that Danny Woodhead kind of role where he's going to come in and the passing downs and he's going to catch a lot of passes out of the backfield. That's hey, what Danny means. Danny
2: Woodhead or Devonte or sorry or Vereen. Five seconds. Woodhead. Booyah. yeah, that's a good pickup right there. I think
1: that's yep, a
3: good pickup. Oh wow, team. another. I like Woodhead.
1: Yeah. Yep, I, I agree with you. And uh, also, Darren McFadden just went off the board. He could play a big role in in Dallas as well, too. That's still kind of up in the air. Um, you know, but we'll see what we'll see what ends up happening there. I like Devonte Freeman that you just mentioned, maybe because he's a null, um, but also because I think that he's got some pretty good talent. Uh, we got a defense coming off the board here. Manny's should I, back should the I go back Manny's, around? What are you gonna do here? Should I go back around and guess Vereen or
2: Freeman? What about Duke Johnson, man?
3: Yeah, I like Duke Johnson. I picked him up and I picked him up in my other league with uh, with one of my last picks, just because they. I feel like Mike Patton in Cleveland wants Duke Johnson to be the guy. He returned to practice today. He got cleared from his concussion protocol. And uh, I feel like they're going to give him every chance, as long as he stays healthy, to really uh, be their starter. Because they don't like Isaiah Crowell, and they just got rid of their other guy, whose name uh, escapes me at the moment. Uh, So, yeah, I I like Duke Johnson. I think he could be a sleeper this year, big time.
1: Yeah, they just uh, traded away Terrence West.
3: What about a tight end? Tell me who's there, who's on the board.
2: Let me see. Julius Thomas, Zach Ertz, Kyle Rudolph. Owen Daniels, Vernon Davis I like, too. Davis, uh,
3: he had such a bad year last year that it's hard for me to get excited about him. Um, I, I, a lot of what I've been reading and seeing a lot in drafts is Kyle Rudolph. Everybody thinks, seems to think that he's going to have a breakout year with Teddy Bridgewater in that Vikings offense. Owen Daniels, I'm not – like you would think that he'd have a big year in Denver, but I know they've been using Virgil Green a lot. He's been there every down, tight end. He came into the league all as a right. great passer, uh, so you know. I feel out of those options, I'd probably go Kyle Rudolph. I went
2: Kyle Rudolph,
3: brother. Hey, if I lose, it's all because of you. I was gonna say you guys are gonna like, <laughs> like banging down my door if you don't. <laughs> yep. Don't
1: worry. <laughs> that's all right. It's just Manny because he's a rookie. But um, let's see. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, hey, man! Hey, I'm I don't sophomore. know. What to do this
1: is my sophomore
2: breakout season, that's right, brother. That's right.
1: Well, listen, I've got a choice here. I've got some quarterbacks, and I don't know what to do here. I've got Cam Newton, Teddy Bridgewater, Colin Kaepernick, Carson Palmer, Joe Flocker, Jay Cutler, Mariota, Dalton, Winston, and Carr. And I might just, I've, I've drafted him as a backup in all of my leagues, but I might just take Jameis Winston as my starter. I mean, oh, I don't God, know. here I just, we go. <laughs> I might do it. I'm going to hear it, it for the because, rest of the know,
2: season. I, I hope You know you're what, as a matter of
1: fact, like I, I, <laughs> I sure am. Now, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Cam Newton here, um, <clears throat> just because he's got the potential to also score um, on the ground, and I think the offense is going to be heavily, heavily mm-hmm. reliant upon, excuse me, Cam Newton, to make some plays this year, and... Um, I think he's the type of guy that might be able to make that happen, but I know his weapons are down, and and you know he's got only Jonathan Stewart in the backfield now. But I like Cameron nortis Payne as well too. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But out of all these guys, it, it's been slim picking. So um, I'm gonna. It looks like I might have to be making making a trade there with Hans. We'll see what happens. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, I might have to give him a – let me see. Who can I trade him? Let's see. I'm I'm about to start offering up some stuff here to Hans. This guy, man, four quarterbacks. Who does that? Let's see here. All right. He definitely needs a running back. So I'm going to go ahead and trade him a running back for sure. Yep. All right. That's a deal. All right. Hans is getting some quarterback for running back offers. Uh, let's see what we got here. Let's go through another couple teams. Let's take a look. I, I always like looking at the bookends um, and seeing what they got going on. Um, I really like Team Iken here. They've got Andrew Luck, Odell Beckham Jr., Vincent Jackson, Julian Edelman, Mark Ingram, Chris Ivory, Dwayne Allen, Todd Gurley. Um, definitely very solid with the receivers. I think that he got some good value. Or I think that might be – no, I think that's, he got some good value there. Uh, with the with the quarterback and and wide receivers that could make up some good points there, um, I'm a little bit worried about the running backs. I don't know what's gonna what's gonna be up with Todd Gurley, um, Ivory. I think he's gonna get a lot of touches in in New York and Mark Ingram. I know that they want to you know center the offense around him a little bit more, so it could be in pretty good shape there. But what do you think? Uh, what do you make of the season for Gurley this year, David?
3: Uh. I think, it, you know, just like with a couple other guys we've mentioned, it's really going to come down to if he stays healthy. I mean, the Rams took him because they know what he can do. I mean, we saw in college, we saw how amazing he can be. He can break a huge run on any down in any situation with any kind of defensive personnel on the field. So I, I would love to see him succeed. It was so much fun to watch him play in college. If he can just stay on the field, uh, I think the sky's the limit for Gurley. He could really – See what the Rams have been lacking ever since the days of Marshall Falk. Like he could really be that guy.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree definitely. He's uh definitely a talent. So uh looking forward to seeing what's going on here. Uh David, we want to thank you for joining us as well here and giving us some draft analysis. Uh maybe next week we'll we'll be able to get into a little bit about uh you know, some week one and, and some waiver wire pickups. Maybe we have a little segment here on the show, but I uh, definitely want to thank you for coming in. Looking forward to the start of the season tomorrow uh, with the Steelers and with the Patriots. Should be great. Um, yeah, David, man. again, thanks for joining us. Um, again, David, thanks, remind David. everybody thanks where to they can follow you. And, yeah, Happy remind everybody where they can check out your stuff. And uh, let's get you some followers and, and some people reading your stuff because it's great stuff.
3: Uh, yeah, for sure. I am uh, I'm on Twitter, at David's uh, you can read read all my stuff on uh, cbsmiami.com. Just click on over to the sports page. And uh, if you need fantasy tips, you want to talk some dolphins, really, I'm down for whatever. If it's sports, I'm happy to do it. And uh, you guys, you know, good luck with the rest of your draft. Definitely, uh, you know, if you need anything, I'll be here doing my draft. So, uh, you know, if you know how to reach me, hit me up. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll all be – well, I can't say all you guys will be celebrating the championship because you're all playing against each other, but uh, hopefully at least (laughs) one of you guys and myself will be celebrating fantasy championships in a few months.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, David, thanks a lot for joining us. Have a good one. Um, Also, we want to thank all the guys out there for listening, all the guys part of the league for participating having some fun here in the draft. There's some trash talk going back and forth, so I'm looking forward to a fun season here. Can't wait to see how everything shakes out. Um but I want to thank everybody for uh for being a part of it. Manny wanna thank you for putting it all together. Uh thank you easy on the commish. What's up man? Give me one give me one second. We gotta
2: play the uh sports dwarf outro, man. Give me one second. Let's uh let's do that before oh, we say let's... our goodbyes to to our listeners.
1: Nice. Let's play
0: it then. Go ahead. That was our very own Sports Dork, bringing you all the sports news and entertainment you need. Thanks again for listening in. We hope you enjoyed Sports with the Sports Dwork, David Dwork. <laughs> now, don't be a real dork. The show's not over. Keep listening. Here are Dr. Ray and Manuel T. Ferrero III. Oh, that's great.
3: <laughs> I love it. Don't be a real
2: dork.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man, man, you did, you did a great job there, my friend. Um, except for, unfortunately, the show is coming to an end right now. So we do want to thank everybody for listening out there. Again, we want to thank David for being part of the show, as he has been for the past couple weeks. And, uh, guys, happy football, happy draft day. It all starts tomorrow. Go easy on the wings. Go easy on the beer. Notice how I'm not saying don't have it, any of it. Just go easy on it. Drive safe, get an Uber. Everybody be be responsible. Manny, good luck. Looking forward to whooping you up here pretty soon. Um wanna thank everybody out there. Manny go ahead and give out your final shout outs and let's and let's go ahead and finish this draft. And Manny's on mute again. All right, well I'll go ahead and give the shout outs for Manny. Guys, thank you all for listening again. Um, And we'll see you next week on the Hot Corner to talk week one, to talk a little bit about what's happening in fantasy. And, of course, next week we will have a health topic. So, again, until next week, everybody out there, be safe, have a great one, and happy opening day. Take care.
0: You've just heard the The Hot Corner Corner Show. Show on the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with a softball-playing chiropractor and official chiropractor of ISPS, Dr. Ray Tolmos, and Commissioner of International Slow Pitch Softball, Manuel T. Ferrero III. Remember to follow the show and hosts on Twitter and Facebook at ISPSO at D-R-R-A-Y-T. You! Holiday and Express wants to let you in on a little secret.
1: There's still time to get at least 20% off at holidayandexpress.com
0: during our annual sale. We'll even throw in free breakfast. Just kidding. Breakfast is always included in your stay at Holiday and Express.
1: Book now and save at holidayandexpress.com. Terms apply.